everyone welcome back to another episode of the giddy podcast yay Yay. (laughs) (laughs) so we are excited because the feedback from the first one we posted was awesome guys thank you so much for your responses for your um for the love for in fact it was overwhelming like looking at our um chat rising every day like we're like oh my god this is just good like every day has been beautiful because we know that we have people listening to us you know the first one we recorded esther was like um if we just had one person listening to us she was going to be fulfilled but yo we have like 60 listeners at the moment (laughs) (laughs) it has been so beautiful guys thank you thank you so much thank you guys so much for the listens for the support and just for everything anchor is literally my favorite app now like that's the first app i opened (laughs) after like my (laughs) morning routine just to like see the numbers go up it's definitely very encouraging and yeah. yeah it's pushing us to you know keep moving and keep going so mm-hmm. yeah thank you guys so much and thank oh, you guys way, this is sro <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is to me <laughs> and yeah welcome back to the podcast so to me what are we talking about today so before we actually proceed how was your week like how did things go with you um this week hmm it's an interesting <laughs> question <laughs> <laughs> how much time do we have um it was it was it was okay thank god um um yeah uh, yeah <laughs> let's not get into it but it is it is well like i mean i feel like um I feel like as we go on, like especially like in adults, and we ju- we just go through mm-hmm. some times that are just like what the heck. But I mean, like the consolation is that at least you know that God is with you. So yeah. So yeah. even when it just feels like <laughs> I don't, I can't even make sense of what's going on. It's just it's 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 good. Like I know I'll be good because God is with me. So yeah, that's how my week has been. It's been okay. <laughs> you know the funny thing for me. I was I figured I had I had a lot of deadlines mm. I did lot, and I was just like why do I have a lot of things happening at the same time why do I have this why do I have that and I just sat and I was like wait face who <laughs> who created this deadline <laughs> I'm like me <laughs> why, why did you create this deadline I'm like, no, why, why, I'm like why are you stressing yourself you are the one that did this to yourself you know? <laughs> like this adulting thing eh? our parents made it look like it was so beautiful yo it is beautiful amen amen like i remember (laughs) i remember i was chatting with like one of my friends yesterday and i was like i can't believe i wanted to grow up like if i knew this is what was waiting for me (laughs) i wouldn't have been that excited like let me stay like that that. i'm not not rushing i'm not rushing oh my god like i just remember like back home because like my 
childhood was very sheltered and like I was very mm-hmm. like I was overprotected by my parents and I remember one thinking like I remember when I moved to Canada I was like oh I'm finally free I have my freedom mm-hmm. and now I'm like can you just cage me back like lock me but I don't like I don't want to be free <laughs> anymore <laughs> just take me back <laughs> I know you know the funny thing I'm in my I, I live with my parents currently but it still feels like I'm I'm still independent like yeah. it feels like I just have you your mm. house and so this i'm like i we sure you just want to go to them and say help me like, help like daddy can you do everything please <laughs> you like, you want to do it <laughs> oh my gosh it's yeah I don't, but. it's not well thank god thank god for um for that beautiful relationship with god mm-hmm. you know for me okay um i actually took out 30 minutes out of my while i was working i just decided to take a stroll and i had that 30 minutes to rant mm. like i mm. to god i'm like god but i think what i learned this um what i've been learning for the past two weeks now because i think i've been doing more of on learning and relearning about when it comes to um the things of god mm. when you want i want to pray and then i'm thinking oh i shouldn't say this or this is how she said this today i was like um dear jesus mm-hmm. i am not going to say my prayers to you like the church will say that mm-hmm. no i'm going to just yeah. so this is how you could tell me you know what's on my mind so this is how i'm going to say it i'm going to just talk to you so take it take it like you put it in my heart and i'll just say everything <laughs> this is how i feel 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 and you know i see prayers as a, a praying i see praying rather as a place of um submission as a place of vulnerability mm. i think i learned it as a i learned just this week that it's a place of vulnerability so i've become so vulnerable in the place of prayer and it has helped me a lot so like instead of me just saying the in jesus name prayer no i'm like mm-hmm this is how i feel god this is what's going on this is what's going on god this god that god that and the point is that after i finish ranting or saying everything i want to say mm-hmm. and also praying as well i feel so light first of all oh my and god then I start- I, like yeah i was waiting for you to finish because i actually recently like started talking to god like that because like i feel like growing up and just even in church or whatever like you just feel like prayer is that way like church way and Mm -hmm. like this past few months with yeah this past few months (laughs) um (laughs) like i feel like i i don't like i don't know how to explain it but i was kind of like just led to do that and like Uh i found like since then like i feel like it even helps me talk to god more because it's like i'm just having a conversation it's not the whole oh let's let's do this let's pray let's it's like Uh okay god this is what's going on like Uh even though you know like i'm still bringing it to your attention like exactly that's exactly what after that like i i just always feel like wow he listened like you know I, I i don't know how to explain but honestly like finding out or discovering that kind of prayer has been like life-changing for me life-changing yeah. it's just like because i mean you're supposed to talk to god like your friend is literally like you're ranting to a friend and mm-hmm. after you just feel like whoo like some light <laughs> and then i now had space to listen to him so mm. i'm like 
and all of a sudden my heart felt so light and then i started getting solutions to everything that i was asking for that i spoke to him about because i was definitely because i was saying one thing i was saying to him was i'm open to listening to you so if you're ready to say anything i'm here yeah. <laughs> the first thing was when i was saying i was like at the point i was like i'm not fighting with you but i'm just saying my <laughs> god respectfully but <laughs> i like I, you know i respect you you know i love you i'm not fighting with you but i'm just saying my mind <laughs> I'm sure it was like, oh God, I created this one. <laughs> <laughs> so like, like that was good. And then it felt better. I was able to write down whatever came into my spirit after. And then I had to read some verses in the Bible and it made it so easy. And I was just like, God, this is the way we're going to be doing this from now on. This yeah. is it. Just us. That relationship is just very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. So, before we continued our gist, did you hear what happened to Meghan and Prince Harry? Hmm. <laughs> I feel like the I whole world. Like we are last law officer talking about this right now. Yeah, but I know. What is still? <laughs> we're talking about it still. I, and I, there's a good reason for that which we'll probably get into later because i feel like it's the people that were that really knew this was happening were people that were active on social media yeah. so we kind of found it like the only reason why i found out was i think it was you actually yeah i was when i told i can't you. remember if it was you or somebody but yeah someone brought it up and i was like oh harry and meg and then i went on youtube and there were so many videos I was like oh my god <laughs> so i know both of us now we are like off and on currently on social media so like we don't even get the info like as it drops as it does no we get them like mm-hmm. everyone has gotten them and like oh have you heard me i get my own from my own social media at home that's my brother my brother is my social media. <laughs> like, what's happening i'm like uh what's happening I check your twitter i'm like ah, it's updated it's like open it and check it <laughs> so like that's how it happens on my side but when i got the whole thing i'm like wow 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 um first of all okay so my I don't know i think i share my view about it first of all about what i and maybe we can just just talk about it basically mm-hmm. yeah like after watching the full video i am um, i had so many questions for megan i had so many questions for prince harry and then i also weighed whatever they said with um with um the the series crown the crown yeah. I, I took the crown but i didn't finish it because it was just a lot it was too toxic for me at a point because first of all what when he said when prince harry said something about um them feeling trapped or they feel like oh it feels like they are trapped or they know that they are trapped mm. i can relate uh, sorry i cannot relate but yeah. <laughs> i could understand where he was coming from because um i went the crown and i can remember when they made um queen elizabeth the queen they wanted to change her name at some point um many things happened and then her husband who wanted to be a pilot on his own they could he, he, he mm. couldn't do what he wanted to do you know he couldn't live life as free as he wanted to they even had to move to buckingham palace they were living in a place of their own they already had their things that they already had their kids um I mean, they already built their family somewhere else, but they had to move. Different things changed in their life because they were. She became the queen after her dad died, you know. So they were. So they were basically living by the books, living by the rules. Um, as mm. to actually even get married to to 
um, a guy who was divorced and they had like issues they were first hiding the relationship and all she couldn't also sign the marriage stuff because they couldn't get married in england it was just back and forth so i was like i understand what this guy is saying when he comes with um if that's what if that's how actually what they um what they outline in the movie then i understand what this guy is saying as them feeling trapped but you know mm. I asked him a question she was like um so you had the luxury and had everything to yourself as a prince you felt trapped like are you kidding me mm. and i was just like so i mean i haven't seen the crown but i mean i feel like just listening to everything that megan said it's not difficult to imagine why they would feel trapped like i mean <laughs> like there are so many things that she said that it's like anyone would feel trapped in that situation like I, I i know that was a part of the interview where she said i think she couldn't go out she was she only went out twice in like four months yeah and that's based on the instruction of the firm and it's like i'm, an, I'm like i'm a grown person like i have my family i cannot even see my friends i cannot even talk to me it's like you it's get... almost like you're in prison so it's yeah. like of course they felt trapped yeah mm. and first of all i had a question for how i was like i was I don't think I don't think no I don't think disappointed would be the word would be the right word, but I felt a little bit um like upset when she said she didn't make her research on who the prince was and okay mm. this is what even blew my mind when she when she said um prince harry was like oh so you're going to meet my grandma um in about they were, on, they were in the car and then he was like you're going to meet my grandma very soon and then she was like okay oh i like grandmas i take care of my grandma in my mind i'm like ah is, is she whining me <laughs> what is she by taking care of your grandma do you think what they do you know what he's talking about then he, not, he was not like she not said he was like no you're missing the queen and then he was not in asked her that do you know how to courtesy and then she yeah. was like that i'm like i was like yo she uh, yeah she didn't make any research before mm-hmm. getting married to this guy i'm like even we that were not royal family that right. is royal family once he say hello hi do our research <laughs> We are stalking his father, mother, sister. I have a friend. <laughs> she doesn't wish to take like, most time. Like Instagram, and you've seen these pictures from like four years ago. I Jesus know, like thing. when I heard you that, part, you I feel like it's that was Prince Harry of all people. Right. He just puts yeah. name on Google, and you see everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see the yeah. queen. Yeah. So what are you saying? Like I was like, are you kidding me? I so know. My, when I heard that part, though, it's kind of like you didn't do any research like i feel like even without doing research like i feel like we've all heard about the royal family one yeah. way or the other so you kind of have like an idea yeah. but then further into the interview she kind of said she didn't want to do any research so exactly. that she didn't want to have like a tainted image she wanted to make her judgments based on her own personal interaction experience which yes. like i see the point of that but I mean, I feel like she should have had just like a little, just a little just, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you I mean, what? it's not her fault. Like when you think about it from that perspective, because it's very easy. It's just like how in normal day to day life, like it's like if you tell me something about somebody, I already have my opinion before I even get to meet the person. So I'm not giving the person a fair chance. As opposed to me meeting the person and like coming to my own conclusions on my own, so I get where like where she's coming from, um, but yeah, th- like that did not help because I feel like ma- if she knew what she was getting into, maybe she wouldn't. Like I feel like she was shocked, 
and like everything with them happened so fast so it was like dating and then they got married and then whoa (laughs) this is my reality and this these are like all the things i have to deal with so i feel like she was shocked at everything she had to go through and i mean it's quite sad what happened and like everything she went through i feel you know when i was like ranting about how um she um i was ranting about how um she didn't um, do our research and every time my brother was like um she's american those people don't even know if africa is a country or a continent and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and i was like that, that's like, actually true because this, they don't they really don't do not care about other things outside america let's be real mm-hmm. but then i was like so um there are many things you should know you should read books but then i think i like that's a start aside anyway because i mean she gave the excuse of she she just preferred not um knowing mm. so much it doesn't look like she was over prepared for some things mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. was actually over prepared she would have been disappointed more disappointed and more hurt um than what she is today another mm-hmm. thing i feel again when doing the interview because initially i was like ah this is a family matter why don't you guys just cover family matters you know the way we do in our own nigeria mm. now <laughs> let's talk about this in the family house let's do it i felt like Initially, I was thinking about that, that this is a family matter. They need to handle it like families. Don't, don't burn bridges. I mean, wherever you guys go to, you can't say you stop talking to your family, stop talking to your brother because of a woman and everything. But wait, wait, wait. Let's even go back. Let's roll back. I think that Prince Harry should be a prayer point for we ladies, guys. Mm-hmm. Right, yo. <laughs> like he... I was just... At the point, I'm like, this is so cute. I mean he just wanted his happiness with his woman and then he was mm-hmm. like you know what i'd rather be with you i'm like this is so adorable you know and i, and I, think, it's mm-hmm. I think it's great that he had her back because imagine all the things she had to go through and yeah. if she did not have such a supportive like you know strong husband or a strong man that was willing exactly. to stand for his wife that like that would have complete i don't even know where she would like what she would have had to go through so i think exactly. it's great that she just had that support i feel like that was what that's kind of like what kept her going like exactly like difficult times yeah. yeah and that's why i'm like it should be a prayer point to you <laughs> <laughs> like it's kind of hard you mm. know it's just awesome because he was really i mean do you know what royalty is he left every single yeah, thing yeah yeah I'd rather just be with you and like um secure my happiness with you and my kid than um having all this luxury money wealth mm-hmm. and the, you yeah know. and that's and difficult like <laughs> when you're like, exactly. already used to the good life and all of that and to just say yeah. you know what i'm giving it all up for this person mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing mm-hmm. it's great. yeah it's really amazing i will say something before i jump into this but man uh well anyway <laughs> it's just like listening to them and then i was just thinking about it that why don't they just cover up um all their things inside but then mm. he kept on saying something that he didn't want history to repeat itself and then i mm-hmm. thought about it i it's true sha because we're talking I'm, I'm thinking about it as a family thing but then and i know the queen will also be bothered about her family but the mm-hmm. institution they can't do anything to save the business if they could right. take out uh, i feel like Allegedly. they can do anything <laughs> well 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 that's true i'm sorry guys but like <laughs> i feel like they can do it it's, it's so sure they can do anything so he's trying to protect her so I feel like the video whatever interview they had with opera was just to say this is also 
we're being vulnerable we're telling you guys everything that happened um despite all the things that social media and the media has done to us and mm-hmm. um we just want you, know, you, you guys to know this is what's going on so if anything happens to us because you know the news will definitely go around if anything happens to them and i think it's mo- it was mostly like- also them telling their side of the story because i mean they've been married for three years and mm-hmm. in, within the period of these three years it's been one attack after another against yeah. megan and she has not had the, the opportunity to speak because she was pretty much trapped like she she wasn't allowed to talk or defend herself in any way so this interview was their own way of saying this is outside of the story this is what happened like we've been silenced for three years and like now yeah like we have our voice back and we're telling you exactly how it went down yeah uh, for a young couple i think they, they went they've gone through a lot in just three years i beg it's supposed to be their honeymoon phase mm-hmm. and then they're so um for me i just hope that um everything gets better because i can i i know i heard him say um something about his father not talking to him and all and then yeah. i pray that they have become very soft and they all come back as a family mm. but they should just live their life in california because it looks like they're very happy where they are at the moment they should just yeah they seem very happy very they're like mm-hmm. they, they they seem very full almost fulfilled like where like where mm-hmm. they are now they're mm-hmm. yeah i'm just so happy for them i mean i hope that um things work out for them i hope they continue to like they remain happy forever and nothing goes wrong um so so the royal family actually responded back and pretty much i feel like their statement pretty much said well okay let me just read it so they said the whole family is starting to learn the full extent of how challenging the last few years have been for harry and megan the issues raised particularly that of race are concerning while some recollections may vary which means like i feel like that part was like trying to shade them to say they're lying because <laughs> what what does some recollections may vary anyway they said they are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the family privately so i, I feel like, like this not the length of the read no water yeah people say now people should leave me alone joe <laughs> it just sounds like mm, well we don't remember it that way but okay <laughs> yeah like they didn't care yeah but it, it's sad like it's quite sad especially when it's a family and i think like what i found out for some reason i used to always think the royal family like i, I used to always think they had all the power but from this interview it's like no like it's actually there's like a bigger firm and yeah, they're the ones that kind is. of like control everything like that's the one the, the one with the face and then the people other yeah. people in, in it and it's like, yeah, if you watch if you watch the crown you'll mm-hmm. be able to understand what's going on there is actually an institution that runs this thing they just wow. they're just the ones outside there there's actually like i feel like it's even a court uh, I, mean, <laughs> I didn't say that too but then like there's something that the other people the prime there are people inside this i mean when i was watching at the beginning there's someone who, who was teaching her how to speak how to work out what to say how not to say mm. meetings with her every day um that was with, with winston churchill yeah mm. was teaching her everything she learned so there's actually an institution at the back that goes to face it, yeah that's it. interesting Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's quite sad. Like I hope that the family finds a way to kind of like resolve things and yeah, and be happy. 
yeah, I think like yeah, I okay, so too. I feel like I I don't think I was that shocked. Like especially when she made comments about you know the family was concerned about the color of the baby, things like that. I feel like oh we all God. know that the royal family is like kind of like built on a system of racism so i don't think we were kind of i I wasn't shocked at the racism i think i was shocked that they actually said this much in the interview like i thought the interview was just going to be you know politically correct just say you know like you know when most interviews people don't really open up like that so i I Uh think what shocks me was how open they were and there was only a part where harry spoke about how the royal fam the firm has a relationship with the media and how they have dinner parties together so they pretty much like can control the narrative and narrative yeah i was like what (laughs) and like i don't think we we didn't know that so i feel like what was shocking to me was how open like they they really talked in this interview and yeah that was like they they needed a safe ground and that's what Mm -hmm. they did that interview was just f- for us to know. And the funny thing is that we would all believe them. Trust <laughs> Americans would definitely also believe them. Personally, even me, I'm like, I'm on their side. Because I wouldn't want... Like, you can't just um, try people's happiness. A lot of things have been going back and forth about Megan since she got married to this I guy. I know, yeah. <laughs> what, what did she do wrong? I'm like, she just got married to the prince. So, like, I know they don't want... Um, they don't. They're not a fan of the old um, mixed race. Again, she's even a divorcee and all. She's even mm-hmm. older than him and all that. But I mean, you guys, are you are you God? Why are you judging her? Like that's a happiness. Why would you people be just be taught? You know what? And I think it's quite sad <laughs> because I remember when they got married and a lot of like personally i remember i was really happy and i feel like a lot of people around the world were happy like wow mm-hmm. like a divorcee um what else was she's mixed race this is this can marry into the ro- mm-hmm. royal family it was almost like wow yeah. like things are changing like we're finally progressing so mm-hmm. for all of this to come out now it's just like it's just sad you know yeah well. yeah i know that day i feel like the whole world watched that wedding like everyone was like <laughs> 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 I was in Nigeria when the wedding was happening. I was like, "What? Why are you for this?" <laughs> <laughs> so it's just sad that this is how it ended. And another thing that really got to me was the part where she was legit. She was saying how she had suicidal thoughts and she, like her mental health was yeah, zero. And, that was so and she sad. spoke to the firm, and the firm was like, "Well, you can't see anyone." You and she went to a top member of the family to appeal because it's like how do you how you do you take I want mental to get, health i need help like for me. myself and yeah. they don't want me to be go to and, like yeah. she's pregnant and she's saying she's having thoughts of killing herself like how do you know like how you know how don't you have empathy to even so, it's insane to me like that part just got to me because it's like it's so difficult to admit to even get to that mm-hmm. point of admitting that you know what this is what i'm going through i need help yeah and then to mm-hmm. be able to speak out and then have people just tell you no I, I cannot even imagine what she went through at that point. And I feel like that was probably the final straw. And that was when they were like, you know what? Yeah, we like we, we cannot live like this anymore. Yeah, and that was just, just unfair. Yeah. It's it's, well, it's sad. It's it's really sad, but 
But Hopefully, I'm just happy for them that they, they have their happiness and they have their family yeah. together. And they're expecting a baby girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope they stay safe. Because, I mean, at the same time, I'm just kind of scared for them. Because, like, no one has done this. I don't think anyone has ever come out to do like an interview against royal family and all of that stuff well, so i hope they stay safe if they're going to do anything they're going to do anything their child is one involved so i don't think they'll do anything i don't think they're doing and again uh our, our uncle uncle tyler perry like <sighs> tyler perry it came true so i'm very sure yeah. his security guys should still be there i don't know but they should still be there to like um because i know um she said um they took down his security they took down yeah like, they cost him so, off and all of that like, what? let me just keep pressing i don't know if i'm remembering but let me keep pressing <laughs> It, it's just it's difficult to because at first because i again i didn't understand the whole firm separate from family thing it's difficult to blame the family because it's like yeah. although yes they definitely have a part to play in all of this but it's like mm-hmm. in a case where it's a firm it's a whole other body running things mm-hmm. it's like it, mm-hmm. they can try as much as they can but at the end of the day they don't have the final say yeah. So it's like can we really we can't really blame the family for that because it's like yeah it, it's it's just difficult it's very very complicated it it is complicated yeah it's dicey yeah. yeah it looks like the family is actually good but it also seems like um the institution is um spoiling the family as well because if you listen to her she said something mm-hmm. about the queen being so nice to her yeah They've i was gone about on to say trips together family, yeah some of the family members like i feel like from that interview it sounds like it's only the queen that is on their side because he did yeah. say his dad stopped picking his calls he mm-hmm. had yeah he his did brother. his brother so mm-hmm. yeah probably not all of them but definitely the queen um and i mean yeah. which is understandable like she, that's she has um her grandchild, because I think you said she FaceTimes Archie, which is their son. And mm-hmm. I think it's at least it's cool that even if it's just one person, at least one person is on their side. So she's actually been a very soft hearted person. Mm-hmm. Um if she's the one if they're describing her, if she's the one they're describing in the crown, mm-hmm. she's been a soft hearted person from time and she mm-hmm. didn't even want to become the queen. Um and mm-hmm. she's been a very um homely person from time she's been level-headed from time so um i believe that if she's the one they're describing in the crown then i believe mm-hmm. that um she she would still be uh, i mean be there for them when her sister wanted to get married according to the movie you wanted to get married to a man who wasn't that was outside the law of what they had um she was supportive and everything it was just the situation that was against them mm-hmm. and she also did so many um other things you know she really do, she really doesn't have, i don't think she has so much she has the power but she still doesn't she still she still has it to a limit yeah so um yeah that's it Sha, when it comes to them really yeah well um i think like do you have anything else to add from me what i would so, say like the major though, reason mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um like i think there was one something that megan said and she's like it takes so much courage to admit that you need help and that you're in a dark mm-hmm. place so if you mm-hmm. are please speak out please do not like if people keep saying no continue to speak until you're heard because at the end yeah. of the day you're the you're the only one that actually knows what you're going through going and through mm-hmm. like it sucks that you would ever even be in a place where you're speaking out and asking for help and people would say no but please mm-hmm. please 
please like have the courage to speak out when you need help or when you're in a dark place there's so many people in the world that are willing to help um yeah so yeah and just be kind because really like you have no idea what people are going through yeah i feel like, like a, lot. a lot of people a lot of us are very good actors like we know how to put on oh my put god on, yeah put a smile yeah. and just like you know because the show has to go on and you're probably the support system for a lot of people and you just kind of have to take mm-hmm. on that role but really mm-hmm. you never know what anyone is going through so just please be kind and yeah that's that's those i think those are the two lessons that i took from from the interview yeah i actually took a lot from the interview as well uh first of all i took i I saw it as a very beautiful love story even if there were like some hurdles but then i saw a man who was bent on his happiness and his Mm -hmm. love life he just wanted to build his own family and just be happy Mm -hmm. um so he he would rather he would rather just leave that um quote-unquote trap or bondage just to find this happiness so i was i i was like man um whatever happiness has for me i'm going mm-hmm. to go for it so i'm mm-hmm. here for the happiness mm-hmm. i think i wrote in my status um some days ago like my name is to me i'm here for the happiness and everything that that comes with it mm-hmm. um and then i could also see i also learned um yeah you have to speak up um get good friends good support system don't throw anyone away um speak to them when you need help um and if you don't have good friends who you know are on the same page with you please um pray about good friends and also yeah and god will help you sometimes we do yeah professional help as well yeah we do actually and you know and pray God will help you yeah, definitely. That's important. So, like one other reason why myself and Esther um got this gist very late is because <laughs> we're in a new phase now. Mm. <laughs> and to be real with you, I'm enjoying the phase like like so well. Like I still can't believe I'm the one off social media on I'm the one off um, Instagram mm. all day till like maybe nine o'clock. And just check what's happening on the street of Instagram. Check one or two posts, laugh about some, and then maybe repost some of my on my story. And I'm out. <laughs> like for me, okay. Let me just share my experience, and then you share your experience. And we've spoken for like that something minutes, but this just feels good. But let's just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> um. So like, uh, for me, I made up my mind sometime in. I think last year november that i was going off social media i think november october november i was going off instagram and going off social media because i wanted to seek the face of god and i just felt like um instagram was taking a lot of my time in the morning like when i wake up in the morning i'm thinking about my phone and i just at the point i'm like yo um this phone wouldn't do anything like everybody using their phone or posting pictures or posting everything just they're just they're posting what's going on in their life good for them but then are you actually doing anything mm. um to make to move forward have you actually sought the faith of god for the next year or for whatever um projects you have to do and all that so um i was like and then you know people had told me i i've i've I left i left instagram for this amount of months this amount of years and i'm like is that even possible can i do that <laughs> like are you people for real? What so what do you people do with your phones when <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember when you asked this question, you were like, So what do you do with your phone? 
<laughs> so what do you guys do with your phone you know so i was just really bored and, and i just thought about it that i'm going to try this thing as well let me try leaving instagram and see how it goes and then every time i went to try, i'm like jesus ah it's a taboo so i'll try to leave i'll leave instagram are you people kidding me mm. you know so finally i summoned the courage and i'm like you know what i'm doing this and then i left instagram and i left some other i just started to um call it low on some other social media platforms snapchat and the likes and you know the first day was a lot like i was like oh my god oh my god this is a lot i had to download download um candy crush because i don't have games on my phone so i'm always on instagram so i was playing with candy crush so that i can touch my phone i said well, i'm like but the only reason why you deleted deleted um instagram from your phone was because you wanted to um um focus on god and like create plans for for yourself so why don't you just um focus on what your plan is yeah. and then i focused on reading books i mean hard copies because you know you can read in your bible on your phone and then i share in the book of leviticus that's how the book of instagram just open mm. and then you move to instagram mm-hmm. so <laughs> i decided that i was going to stick with um with hard copy so i'd copy bibles i had my lighter i copy books i had my lighter and then um I was just and I, and I was always praying you know in the morning i'll just try my best to do 30 minutes praying in tongues or praying to god or just having conversations with god reading my bible and the likes and just like watching tv actual tv facing my laptop and all that things and you know i feel like what i gained from the i, I came back to instagram in february because we needed to kickstart um the giddy mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. and when i came back to it felt so weird mm-hmm. and that was like three months which um, even till now i guess when i buy whenever i go back and come i'm like Ugh. but like it felt so weird but then what i gained in those three months it was so good to me like i'm like wow first of all i was proud of myself that i could leave instagram because i'm always there <sighs> I'm always there, Sha. I'm always to comment, sell everything, talk and do. But like, I'm like, wow, I could leave this place and I actually f- gain clarity in my for my life, first of all, and then clarity for whatever I had to do, whatever purpose that God has placed in my mm-hmm. hand. And then again, I... I felt like nobody was pushing me, no competition. Because <laughs> at the point on Instagram, it's like we're competing. Yeah. We're fine. We will we, shoe, like a dress, yeah. other kind of um, <laughs> uh, relationship. This one, that one. No competition. Like, actually, this is life. <sighs> you know, yeah. I could have no more competition with people. I could read books and actually think about what the author was saying, being in the author's mind and not being in the author's mind on Instagram, you know. <laughs> And many other things yeah. and it was good for me so now whenever i even like i could go all day i can go weeks uh, my instagram is on my other phone and the other phone stays at home it's only when i come back home and then i'm done with every single thing I've, i'm done with i mean every single thing and then i'm like oh there's something called instagram <laughs> let me check what's happening there and then i'll post repost some other things that maybe that, were, that were, those things are funny send you memes send debbie memes and and then we just laugh about it and then after like 10 or 15 minutes i'm out again and just move on with my life mm-hmm. you know yeah. i feel like people should think about doing this as well because it's you gain a lot mm-hmm. a lot from it a lot from it like i feel like for me i actually like struggle now with going back like i mean i wouldn't even say i'm fully back because to be honest the only 
like i feel like the only page that i'm actually on now is like the giddy podcast page and like i mean that's mm-hmm. the real reason why we like i kind of came back anyway because we needed to do that um but yeah it's like similar to your story i mean there there are a bunch of reasons why i had to go off and like i'm kind Mm -hmm. of grateful because that time it was just it was just such a great time to just like it it felt quiet like i don't know how to explain it almost felt like there was no noise like i could just wake up and just be like who like you it's like i just i was just like in relaxation mode like <laughs> i don't know mm-hmm. how to explain it like i don't think i can actually fully yeah. express it like i feel like it's something that can only be experienced so it was a really mm-hmm. good it was a really good exercise and i remember before i went on because like i used to talk to you and Deborah, I'm like i don't think i can ever do this but i mean <laughs> i had to <laughs> when you know like i had to and the first day was difficult and I think by the second day, and and here's the thing, I feel like once you set your mind to do something, in in a mm-hmm. way, I don't know, like God just steps in and makes it easy because I like I honestly look back and I I I never would have thought in a million years that I can go off social media. The only day I struggled yeah. was the first day. From the second day, I feel like other things just occupied the space that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I didn't even think it didn't cross my mind. I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. Um, and I remember like I was telling my, like my sister would say like, oh, I sent you something on Instagram. I'm like I'm off Instagram. She's like, what? Like, how, how did you do that? Like, what did you do with your phone? <laughs> and yeah, like it. Other things just took up my time. I like I was spending time on things that mattered more than being on social media. And then. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost my train of thought. But anyway, yeah, it, it was I only struggled the first day. After that, I feel like it was kind of easy. And now my struggle yeah. is now coming back because now I just feel like being on there now it, it like I almost feel guilty <laughs> when I'm on. And like I said, like I only really go on there like to like do something on the Giddy Podcast page or something like like I'm I mm-hmm. barely even look at my own personal page. Um Mm-hmm. but yeah like i definitely think of course like you don't have to cut it off because at the same time i feel like oh another aspect was i was having severe anxiety because of nigeria because every day mm-hmm. like, back then every day there was always something and i would always have to call yeah, my family and always if, if they don't respond to me in five minutes i'm having a panic attack and i'm like it's because of all these things I see on, and sometimes I'll send them messages mm-hmm. and I'm like, we're fine. Like, <laughs> and I remember one time my mom was like, you're not even here, but you're hearing all the news that even we, we don't hear. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I'm, I kid you not, I would wake up in the morning and first thing would be, let me text my family, hope, um, protest this or something has not happened. Mm-hmm. It was it was really messing with my mental health. So during the period of being off, it was just great to take a break from that. Like even though mm-hmm. like I know yes, there's still problems going on, but I mean I I I didn't during 
the whole period and even up until now i haven't had days where i have to oh i see something online and i'm running to call my dad and if he doesn't pick up the phone then i'm like oh something has happened it's like it was so good Mm -hmm. for my mental health like i feel like social like social media is not for everyone and i'm kind of slowly beginning to realize like maybe it's not for me or even if it's for me maybe (laughs) it's just in like small portions like i cannot yeah i cannot consume 100 percent of what is on there because it's it just doesn't work Mm -hmm. for mental health so yeah like i think it's it's a great exercise like you don't have to cut it off completely but you can do it for like a week or two and just see yeah how it Mm -hmm. feels and like honestly yeah i feel like some people like we're not even using social because really people that use social media some people make money from it so they have to be on there all the time yeah people actually but make then yeah that's true that's true social media is is negative or it's affecting your mental health or all you do when you're on social media is you're comparing your life to other people or you're saying yeah this, oh, this person is my age maybe this person is doing this and i'm not doing that maybe it's a mm-hmm. time to step back and just maybe take a break mm-hmm. and rethink how you're using social media because if that's what you're using it for then it's not productive and it's not helping you in any way so maybe it's not healthy and it's not healthy at all it's not good at all like the world is already challenging enough we've like Mm -hmm. it's already competitive enough that you deal with this in your real life and then you now have to go on social media and deal with the same thing it's like you're not not helping yourself (laughs) so like definitely Mm -hmm. like i would encourage reevaluate. just think about how you use social media and you feel like if you feel like you're not using it the right way maybe take a break a week or two Mm -hmm. think like compare how you feel with how you not you would normally Mm -hmm. feel and then just make a decision from there but for me it's been great and it's still going great so yeah (laughs) yeah for me i'm like sometimes it feels like i'm back fully but at the time you know i posted um you know i lost someone very close to me and i i for like two days i was just very quiet in my spirit i know i cried i had this i had the news while i was at work and coming back i i cried on my way back home, just like oh my god i know he, he he is he was an old man i mean but then it's just just losing just knowing that you're not going to see the person mm-hmm. again um in life i know because years was because i still spoke to him like three weeks ago before he he died so um having to like just know that oh i'm not going to hear his voice again and all that it was a lot for me i remember i was in the kitchen um cooking the the next day i didn't go to work to, the two, two days after because i was just like i just needed that time and i was in the kitchen cooking and then i i just <laughs> from nowhere i just said oh my gee yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's how i that's how i like talk to you my g so i'm like my g i just held my chest like oh my god i'm going to miss you actually you know so and then i posted um just uh, about him mm-hmm. and how like he impacted my life and everything and you know when people started commenting the usual to me would respond to everybody one by one but when i figured everyone was commenting on this and you know and just like telling me sorry and everything i just you know what I, I couldn't handle it i just said you know what i'm going to um stop the comments i blocked the comments from what they call that thing again just i just stopped people mm. coming from from commenting on that post and then i just moved and people were just saying in DMs. i'm like oh my god i just left i got the instagram i'm done <laughs> not that i wanted to like shut everybody up no 
but like i knew i post i didn't post it because i wanted the attention i posted it because that was how i felt um at that moment and i really wanted to release my emotions and i really wanted to honor someone who was very great mm-hmm. in my life yeah, yeah. And then I, I just wanted to also let go of the emotions uh, and celebrate him actually. But the comments and everything coming from that place, I was just like, oh, I know you guys mm-hmm. mean well, but I'm not really good social media as I'm good as I'm as I am as I was before. So I don't think I would be. But I responded later, like this later when yeah. I felt good. I responded later. But like I figured that I I come in social media once in a while. I post pictures because I I have to post because I I have I write books and then I have to post all these things mm-hmm. I do. Um, once in a while but I, f- I figured now i can't spend so much time as i used to spend mm. before like i knew that i thought i spent like the whole day oh yeah <laughs> when i'm at, at work I'm, I'm i'm scrolling i'm scrolling i'm scrolling i'm like why am i scrolling looking for one dress <laughs> looking for one shoe telling this vendor uh, last year i know i spent so much money buying you know mm. dresses that i've not even been able to wear next to covid <laughs> you, <laughs> you know so i think what i basically um learned is that you can actually live there's actually a life outside social media and the life is so beautiful like i i i i now enjoy the joy of missing Mm -hmm. out like i enjoy it so much my friends i'll go i have a group chat on social media my friends and you know i'll go on the chat and i'll see that they've like said a lot of things initially when they before i did my social media fast when they say a lot of things, I will now go to the beginning of channel mm. and read so that I can do that I did not miss out. You know, and I start responding to it because you know time different. My friends are still in Nigeria. But now I don't even bother. If they've done it, they'll be alright. Like I really don't have to say my own. I got to look at it and I got to school and move. I can touch with them um personally or talk to them or call them personally but that i will now start mm-hmm. going through the old stories and every what everybody has said. Now I don't have the time anymore. Not because I, I don't want to talk to them, but it's just I don't just feel the need to yeah. anymore and i enjoy it like i have the joy of missing out you know they have the fear of missing out now the joy of missing out is what i enjoy it's guys really, it's, it's, it's real things that mm-hmm. are important so yeah yeah <laughs> it actually doesn't matter so if there's anyone who wants to try give mm-hmm. it a try two days yeah. three days one week I have a friend i know you know you should know him toby toby as i think he, he should be doing a year now wow. of social media and he's living his life um good and like i, I know i'll still do uh, like i'm tempted to do um whatsapp i want to leave whatsapp for like maybe few months and just not yeah that one is like just because the app and say, family members church people like groups and all of that are on there yeah so, that's the only thing but i know i'm good i'm actually going to write like a if you need to reach oh. out to me just reach out to me on my phone my my number directly if anyone people that are close to me i know people that are close to me are the ones on my whatsapp because i would change mean, my number though, it's but like anybody social media because i really don't see any like i don't want i only use whatsapp for like like i said groups and all of that Family. i never i don't mm-hmm. think i ever look at whatsapp stories because i just feel like there's like what's on there <laughs> so to me i just don't i don't look at it anyway so a lot of, on my own on my whatsapp or but some people you are mad <laughs> <laughs> now this is not mentioning anybody but like the the jokes the the memes they bring it up to whatsapp to share with you and there's some people who ask questions then people make it interactive my whatsapp even my i'm also very very interactive oh, okay. on my whatsapp so my whatsapp yeah, story I so never post anything yeah that's why I, that's why I said okay i need to take oh i'm always i'm very active people around me are also very active and all down their whatsapp story i do give away on my whatsapp story oh, that's how okay. like that's how okay. yeah that's how active i am <laughs> 
So yeah. If you feel like you cannot do it, trust me, if I if I can, you can too. And that's the thing, like at first it always feels like it's impossible like what <laughs> like what am i supposed to do with my home trust me you will find so many other things like during this period i've been able to start reading mm-hmm. like there's so many books that i was gifted or that i got oh my and God. Then, now i'm reading them and it's like how hmm. come i've not read these books before or just like i just get to spend more time doing the things that are important mm-hmm. and like i i think i don't know if i told you this or if i was telling my brother like i go to bed and my phone is still full Come like literally like <laughs> yeah you said so like you have to charge your phone in the middle of the day because you've just been on instagram all day and your battery like i like, go to yeah bed all and day i'm like mm-hmm. i can't even use my phone for two days without having to charge it because i'm just not i'm not really yeah. on there like you know and the thing is if you do not want to do mm-hmm. it completely you can also do like just an evaluation of the pages you follow because sometimes like i feel like not all pages on social media are productive pages like if you feel like a page Insta blog. <laughs> in page Insta well, blog. immediately i found out that Insta blog was fighting with my mental health i deleted them i had to say i'm unfollowing people i'm sorry just unfollow pages that are toxic mm-hmm. to your mental health or pages that just do not add anything mm-hmm. to you really just make sure that if you're using social That's media let's be productive let's just be adding something like, and the thing is there's so many good things that come from social media too like it's not all bad it's not even bad yeah. at all you just need to know mm-hmm. how to use it the right way i guess yeah 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 and you don't have to spend so much time yeah. on it sincerely because there are exactly. other things that matter there are yeah. other things that matter so you need to like follow mm-hmm. things that matter more yeah. in your life than um having to just stay scrolling on your phone for hours like you just be there and you figure oh my god it's already two o'clock oh my god it's two o'clock oh my god this is and you're just too scrolling on other people's story and you've not done anything mm-hmm. with your life in the day so that's what got to me so yeah that's it basically i feel like we've shared a lot of things today we've spoken for like an hour which is awesome (laughs) (laughs) very long episode as always we would like to interact or hear from you guys so please follow us on our social media we are the giddy podcast on twitter and instagram please leave your comments feedback all of that stuff oh and then we forgot to mention so wait so since we since our first episode so we dropped the first episode that was amazing then we also had a giveaway that was mm-hmm. amazing too so definitely follow us on instagram yeah. that's kind of like where all the exciting stuff is happening so you definitely do not want to miss that and mm-hmm. please subscribe on apple podcast spotify wherever you're listening to us from it means the world to us like i said at the beginning of this episode after my morning routine i literally go on anchor and it just makes my day to see the numbers go up mm-hmm. and i mean the thing is growing you know, yeah i'm not really about <laughs> so the numbers like numbers are not everything but it definitely helps us to see because we get to see the breakdown like who's listening to us where are they listening from it really helps yeah. us be able to like yeah. the kind of content to be serving and things like that. So please subscribe to mm-hmm. us and True. follow us and give us feedback. Let us know what you think, what you want us mm-hmm. to talk about, and all of that fun stuff. So yeah, and then shout out to Talia. Yeah. She won our um, first giveaway, and you guys will be seeing the beautiful pictures we're going to take of her very soon. And so. You, 
like esther said you need mm-hmm. to follow us on instagram so you can get more things yeah. we'll be giving away we're giving away a lot of things so just get I'm yourself happy ready because she um, she's our day one <laughs> yeah yeah she's just, our day one like she made a yeah shirt so and she commented mm-hmm. hardly like, on she's, the she's, she's been writing for us so like i'm very she, it was very well deserved yeah <laughs> She said when we that she won, she said the power <laughs> of prayers. <laughs> I <was> like, yo. <laughs> yeah. Which is so good. All right. Uh and you know, she sent us a, a feedback mm-hmm. as well. He, she said um she really enjoyed, like she's been listening to us and you know, so it's good to have like our person win yeah. that um giveaway. We know we have <laughs> other people that love us but yeah don't worry we got your back and you know that's how we would you know know if you're a day one but anyway this has gone on for so long so thank you guys so much for listening um hope to see you or sorry catch you on the next one thank you for listening to gay podcast and until next time bye. bye